you know, maybe we're going to have to actually step up and start caring about the weird social destruction that's happening before us. Start, Tim. Uh, this, this, oh, things have gone too far. You were the one saying after a mass shooting of LGBTQ plus people that they had it coming. That, that it was because they were hosting a grooming event. That people were asking for a wood chipper. And what did you expect? You've been at the forefront of the for a long time. Great, then here's what we do. We buy up the networks and then we ban this stuff. Is that what you want? That's the point. The law doesn't need to stop it, but there needs to be an effort to curtail cultural degradation and degeneracy. So, um, Nazi shit, 100%. Uh, Molly, uh, more than any other visual that than I have seen recently, that image of Drew Barrymore kneeling on the ground to a TikTok trans influencer really does take the cake. It's just so sad to see, you know, this women's movement, which went from talking about equal opportunity for women or about what women could achieve now is teaching this idea that men can be anything they want to, including women, and that they can do it better than women can. I cannot think of a better you know, metaphor than this image of Drew Barrymore sublimating herself on her knee. Sublimating, my God, how could you sublimate yourself? Sublimation complete. I don't watch Drew Barrymore's show. I'm not, I'm not well versed in Drew Barrymore's show. Didn't take very long to go on Google and realize that part of Drew Barrymore's show is that Drew Barrymore frequently gets on her knees or at the level of her guest's eye line and hugs them. It's a Drew Barrymore thing. She's been doing it. Uh, within seconds, I found literally dozens of examples of Drew Barrymore being on her knees in front of men and women. Uh, it's not a thing. I mean, it is a thing that Fox News is now making in, into a massive thing. Haya Reitschek yesterday tweeted out like... Uh, picture of uh, a woman kneeling before a man circa 2022 and you're just like okay well I, I was pretty pretty excited to to post the picture of her doing a coup for donald trump circa january 6 which felt which felt appropriate as well but yeah a lot of people are really mad now really mad at drew barrymore how could you do this drew he's to this dude in lady face and it's you know it's just it's it's embarrassing to see just as a female as a woman yeah, I'm assuming a white woman, because I was going to say it might be a little embarrassing trying to evoke the horrors and atrocities that were done for years towards black people by blackface and, you know, minstrel shows and stuff. And then trying to apply that to this situation, saying that there is the equivalent here being ladyface. Also something the far right has been trying to pull off for a while. Not with a lot of success. Not going to lie, that one hasn't done as well as a lot of the other uh, attempts. You know, they've, they've vilified CRT and the word woke way better than they have the whole uh, making ladyface uh, stick. Well, Ned, I think this looked very choreographed. This was well thought out. I mean, she's got everyone talking about her show that perhaps not a lot of people talk about. Again, I've always been a fan. So first off, Low Key Fox, thank you. I appreciate that. Second, 
uh, no one would be talking about this if it wasn't for you. I would, I wouldn't even know this happened. Okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm an LGBTQ plus activist uh, advocate for sure. I, I, I love that shit. I would not have been on my. I don't watch a lot of fucking mainstream liberal daytime shows. So like you know, it's just, again, I didn't even know that this was a thing that Drew Barrymore frequently does, which is get on her knees or beat the level and say you know you're you're valid or I love you or things like that. Apparently, it's a big thing on the show. I learned that yesterday. But again, that's because of all of y'all. Because because all of y'all have caught the woke mind virus apparently, and this is a big thing that we have to talk about. And it's it's very scary, you see. It's it's very frightening. So there was someone else who was like super upset about this, but I don't want to spoil it. Hold on. Oh yeah, Tim. The most cringe-inducing thing I've seen in a very long time. The most cringe-inducing thing. Or got on her knees for Dylan Mulvaney. But here's the best part. Okay. Dylan Mulvaney, a biological male, is wearing a dress, and Drew Barrymore, a biological female, is wearing a suit. It's just, I don't know. Isn't it weird that you guys want to talk about this all the time? You want to talk about trans people every single day for money, and you won't learn anything about it? You're all still stuck in this world where it's like, this is biological female, biological male. We don't like the term cis. You're the cis. You sissy. It's kind of funny. James Lindsay tweeted, Women plus are taking control. Cis women need to step out of the way, be silent, and know their place. Ah, yes, indeed. Women plus. I love that. Very, very uh, clever. Women plus. I mean, James Lindsay, one of the people who is really close friends with one of the top tier members of the Nexium cult, which of course is a cult led by a convicted pedophile, uh, and had a uh, system, an inner circle, if you will, of women who were forced to brand each other uh, with Rainier's initials. Uh, I don't think should really be the person talking about the conditions and rights of women. I don't, I don't think any of these, uh, let's just say, new age feminists, because that's kind of what they are. That's maybe what I'll coin them, is the new age feminists. All these people who used to be so anti-feminist, third wave feminism, says Sargon of Akkad, is destroying society. And now all of a sudden, they're new age feminists are coming out of nowhere they're like oh yes uh, did you know that i care deeply deeply about women's sports and 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 women's prison conditions and and yes of course women's schooling and and the conditions of women in schools uh, naturally she won't need to be in school very long because uh, she will be of birthing age quickly and then at which point her womb will be useful for the impregnation of a child and and then her value will deteriorate as her looks do but yes a, a feminist i i care deeply about uh, the plight of women yes James Lindsay. But, uh, yeah. Amy Therese on <laughs> A crossover, let's be fair, was long overdue. Was long, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked it took this long. If we're being honest, I mean, all right. But, hey, we got there eventually, Amy. I, it wasn't for some of the other more wild ones. wasn't for some of your fucking just blatant, hardcore racist tweets. You would have think that at that point, Tim would have been like, oh, what's this, Amy Therese? Uh, a leftist, I see. Oh, yes, saying that woke ideology has gone wild and that, that men are predisposed to being more sexually violent if they're black. But this is coming from a leftist? Oh, okay. Well, I, I got a report on this. Uh, apparently, a leftist is saying this. Uh, who is from the What's Left cast, co-hosted a, a podcast, oh, posted this. The gender inversion re-attire is so stark. And here we have a...
Amy Therese is basically a super racist, uh, let's just say leftist Karen uh, in podcast form, and then basically allows moments like this to take place. This is the purpose that she serves, is to be super edgy and racist, and then occasionally be like, oh, she's about class consciousness, and you know, things like that. Uh, and then just regurgitate all the same anti-LGBTQ+, or anti-black, or anti-indigenous bile that she'll get from any like other far-right winger. But you get it from the perspective of a Marxist. This is a leftist Marxist, apparently. So there you go. Picture of Dylan Mulvaney, a male, wearing female clothing and a female wearing a suit. Like, I don't care what you wear, man. I just think it's kind of funny. I also think it's just insane that Drew Barrymore got on her knees for Dylan Mulvaney. It is unnerving and Why? unearthly, as, it, as, it, as uh, Matt Walsh would describe. Whoa, whoa, Tim went a little far there, but you know, they're all fucking cowards. Every single one of them, you know, how Michael Knowles will be like, uh, we should eradicate transgenderism from existing. We need to eradicate it. And then it's like, Hey, so you're saying that you want to eradicate trans people? <laughs> no, ooh, ooh. no, no trans ideology. Ooh, ooh. I don't, I don't actually want to go that far. Tim just did the same thing here. It's like, yeah, unearthly. You might say I, this is something Matt Walsh would say. Anyways, good save. And so here's this clip. This is a story we got from TimCast.com. Actually, let me uh, zoom in for a yes. Maybe it'll be easier to see here. And it's uh, titled, Dylan Mulvaney discusses difficulties. Oh, I love when he uses his own website as a source. It's fucking based. So epic. Experiences identifying as a woman on the Drew Barrymore show. I'm not a monster. I'm not, I'm not somebody who's trying to do anything but be myself and be happy. Let me tell you why I want to talk about this and what I think. Sure. Drew Barrymore nearly stricken to tears. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's wrong with you? You know, men and women are very different. They are. I don't care about this. And perhaps that's the problem. And Dylan Mulvaney can do whatever Dylan Mulvaney wants, whatever. And Drew Barrymore can do whatever Drew do, do whatever. Okay, so uh, when he gets back to speaking English, uh, that's not true at all. You do care. You made this into a video. You've uploaded this video to your website. This video is getting hundreds of thousands of views. It's generating you money. You're profiting from this. You have 8,000 likes in the upvotes here. You got 1.13 million subscribers. And this one has almost 200,000 views. So I would say, and then posit, Tim, that I think you do care. In fact, you've made this into the centerpiece of a lot of what you talk about now, like a lot of the right. It's not really good for winning elections. It's not really good for moving into straight political power but it's great for fucking clicks because man does it keep a very uh, dedicated subsection of the population super upset and angry and, and willing to continuously hear about this scourge that's destroying the fabric of society meanwhile while the people who actually destroy the fabric of society get away with everything they're doing as you distract them with your transphobic fa false consciousness everyone else has to sit back and be like uh so this is all factually incorrect you're wrong these are lies god damn it <laughs> drew barrymore wants to do but watching this show and seeing this level of psychotic derangement has me kind of thinking, you know, maybe we're going to have to actually step up and start caring about the weird social destruction that's happening before us. Start, Tim. This, this, oh, things have gone too far. You were the one saying after a mass shooting of LGBTQ plus people that they had it coming. That that it was because they were hosting a grooming event. That people were asking for a wood chipper. And what did you expect? 
you've been at the forefront of this shit for a long time. People, doctors are getting fucking death threats. Nurses are getting death threats. Hospitals are getting bomb threats. People are throwing Molotov cocktails. People are shooting up fucking power grids. People are murdering people. Yeah. People are forcing other people to detransition. Laws are being passed. Being trans in certain states is being banned. Gender affirming care is being banned. Health care for children is being banned. This project is well underway. It's it's well, like, you don't have to do this whole, like, why do they all have to do the theater? Every one of them, you know? Own your shit. Just, just fucking, you should be like, well, things are uh, going according to plan. Yeah, the, the project is well on its way. That's all, that's all one can really say about what's going on right now. That is to say, people like Drew Barrymore don't seem to have any kind of reason behind them. It's just, it's chaotic, it's chaotic nonsense. It's chaotic psychopathy. Drew Barrymore is like, I'm just so happy you're here. <laughs> and then gets on her knees and is like, what must, what it must have been like. And then women in the audience are going like, oh my God. <laughs> it's not, they're crying because they're crying. There's no reason to cry. It's like you're seeing women. <laughs> crying because <laughs> I imagine this is probably the depth of how Tim Pool understands emotion. <laughs> when I cry, I cry. Because I'm crying, could tear come out of eye and and cry sad. That's that's why I cry. Why why you cry? What's wrong? Start nearly crying because another woman started crying. What are you crying about? Dylan Mulvaney said it like I'm here with Drew Barrymore, and they're all losing their collective minds. Look, people are gonna do what people want, and we've all been fairly classically liberal. But looking at all of this, I don't know no, you haven't been. You have a right. You have a rotating carousel of white supremacists, white nationalists, neo Nazis, alt writers, neo reactionaries who come on your show. Well, you haven't been subtle, Tim. You don't. You don't get to do this shit anymore. You gotta start owning this. I, we we gotta buy him a badge or two just to put on his beanie and other things. You know, some some symbols so he can so he can readily identify with other people right away. Don't think there's a classical liberal solution to any of it. There is only destruction. I feel like classical liberalism had its time and place when humans were very spread out and shared moral foundations. But it led to a decay in moral foundations, which ultimately leads to a crooked and corrupt society that would exploit and destroy children, which will ultimately lead to the death of that civilization. And so what we need is a true classic liberal or traditional liberal society in that we expect things of you and we expect cohesion. Now, for those that don't want to adhere, I don't think you do like authoritarian stuff with it. I think we just maintain a certain degree of moral expectations in that we say, hey. Yeah, I know. He's he's like, he's definitely going Nazi light. Michael Knowles, I would say, is going full Nazi, right? I can, we'll change to Michael Knowles in a second. He's just straight up saying that, like, you know, transgenderism should not exist and, and should be abolished. I'm not saying trans people, ooh, ooh, lol, lol, kick, that's libel. Um, but Tim's being like, all right, so let's see what words we can use here. Uh, we used to all be classical liberals, right? And so we need to return to a form of classical liberalism uh, in which we find certain things to be or not to be permissible within society. Now, I'm not saying from an authoritarian stance, I'm not saying that we have to force people to do anything, that they have to wear symbols or, or any kind of identifying marks or anything like that. I'm just saying, ultimately, what we should be doing here is have a social expectation that is reinforced socially by other people uh, and, uh, let's just say, through uh, means of their own design. Let's give them the option, you know? 
I don't care if you want to wear a dress and fall to the ground crying and juggle hot dogs. We don't allow that. Are you being too nice because Drew Barrymore knelt down? I heard Drew Barrymore knelt, knelt and, for um, me as well. Also, I have bragging rights to uh, having worked at Daffy Duck properly in the flesh. Yeah. By the way. Look at this. Look at this. Kneeling. Kneeling, what is this? Disgusting. Kneeling before me. Things like that. Maybe that's a little too harsh because there's free speech and all that stuff. So I'll, 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 uh, I'll walk that one back. What I mean to say is not that the law needs to handle it, but that people need to say outright, no, we will resist you culturally. We will not just sit back. You're certainly like, it's not even that subtle. <laughs> you could say it's certainly legally not not uh, implying anything dramatic or violent or anything like that. But just being like, we as a society need to reinforce culturally that we will not tolerate certain things, behaviors, and or ideologies. All right? And then that needs to be reinforced within society. We need to band together and say, we will not allow this to exist, to pass allowed to do your weird TV show garbage and, and social media crap, but we need some kind of system that says, here are the lines, do not cross them. And then what? What what if people keep existing, Tim? Then then what? You gonna you gonna follow through at all or are you just gonna you just gonna leave this here subtly, safely, legally, where you know you, you can turn the camera off and Give yourself a little smile, pat on the back, feed the chickens, go hang out with Moon Lord, you know, pay him money to be your friend. Like you pay all the people on your compound to be your friends and family. And that's just another day, another day on the compound, heavily armed and pretending you're the God King. The challenge there. The challenge is we believe in free speech, the First Amendment. We believe in many amendments. We believe in the Constitution. But then what about this? absolutism that results in the destruction of the very same document. <laughs> okay, come on. This is some wild logic. So he's trying to do the whole thing, which is I'm posturing. I am Mr. Free Speech, man. I love the free speech. I'm all about free speech. But then what do I do about the speech I don't like? And therein lies the rub, because the speech I don't like, by its very existence, is trying to destroy the Constitution itself. I feel that in order to save the Constitution, that we should have a method of destroying the speech that I don't like specifically, and that way it saves free speech. Yeah. Brilliant. Genius. It's a paradox. <laughs> the reason? No, it's not. You just don't understand what free speech is. It's not. You have created the paradox in your version, the one you've got. I can see why. Yes. Oh, yes. Ah, quite the enigma, you see. The very speech I hate threatens the very constitution, which defends the freedom of speech. Nay, I say, I must be able to destroy said speech. And then therein lies the paradox. <laughs> the constitution work. Of your own design. I love it. <laughs> because you had a morally cohesive society. Hmm. Now you don't. Now it seems to not make sense. The government gives some people free speech and others none. Well, therein lies a problem. You, it, we don't actually have free speech. Major corporations will say, I'm a private company. I can censor. 
Okay, so you were almost right about a couple things there. And there are people who don't have free speech. You should probably check out some of the writing and speeches of Angela Davis because she'll point this out very clearly that uh, the idea that all ideas warrant uh, equal measure. We should have the free marketplace of ideas where anyone can debate anything uh, about any kind and the the correct ideas will rise to the top. Uh, that same principle doesn't really apply as well to marginalized communities, say black Americans who are traditionally silenced within spaces in one way or another, either through physical violence, lynching, either through systemic racism, racism, poverty, uh, over-policing, over-representation in prison systems. They don't really have the equal grounds to be like, hey, can you stop oppressing us? And then have, you know, white people on the other end be like, oh, I didn't know about I had not heard this before. The marketplace of ideas hath opened me to this wonderful world of ideas. That's combining with right now Tim Pool's kind of, like a lot of the right, having a hard time with the idea of capitalism, private corporations, what they're entitled to do, the dictatorships that lie under these companies. So he's kind of in that position like a lot of them where we're just like what happens with a situation in which let's say nearly the population of uh, the united states give or take a couple people uh, what if they're on a social media platform where just one or two people can control a lot of the decisions on that platform doesn't feel like free speech and i'll be honest with you tim you're never going to have free speech under corporate capitalism it, it does not exist there's no such thing you have to give up that idea. As long as you're allowed to have private corporate entities run the largest social media sites and largest web pages on the internet, there is no such thing as free speech. You can try and police it, regulate it a little bit. You can try and tether it as countries like Germany have shown to be able to do as, as has the European Union. But ultimately, they are still going to have the highest and possible, possibly strongest decision making when it comes to a lot of that. Whoever I want. Great. Then here's what we do. We buy up the networks and then we ban this stuff. Is that what you want? That's the point. The law doesn't need to stop it, but there needs to be an effort to curtail cultural degradation and degeneracy. So um, Nazi shit, 100%. But this, that, that right there, you're going down that line. And what is cultural degeneracy? What is cultural degradation? Queer people in this case. This, that, that's what it is. Queer people are cultural degeneracy. Queer people, LGBTQ plus people, uh, because they're degenerate, they are uh, part of the decay, the very decay, the fabric of society. And so that we, as a society, have to band together to be able to eliminate this degeneracy from existing. Otherwise, and I, and I, I don't care about these people, but otherwise you end up with adult sex shows for kids. Florida doing very little to stop it. Texas doing. Oh, the child beauty pageants. Yeah, we got to put the stop to those. That's fucked up. It's still going on. Or, or the child weddings. That also really fucked up. Yeah, legally letting kids get fucked. We should probably put an end to that. Catholic Church. Oh, lots of priests molesting kids. Little boys, too. Probably put an end to all that. All the child rape, right? That's a lot of things there. A lot, a lot of things we could tackle and go after. Very little to stop it. And it spreads and it gets worse. Because you have two. Here, here's how it works. The Democrats and the leftists are trying to run full speed off a cliff and the Republicans are holding a tether to them being dragged along. And they're saying, no, no, stop. Don't keep running towards that cliff. Instead of having your people run the other direction and pull them back from the brink, they're just holding the rope and being dragged along. I mean, that pretty much gives you his entire word, worldview, simplistic as it is. It's just basically that's that's what he thinks is happening. On one end, the Democrats are just basically like, ah, degeneracy, downfall of society, and they're falling off in the GOP. You're like, we're the rational ones. 
Wow, you cultural Marxists, you sure have gone wild. <laughs> asking for civil rights? <laughs> asking, what's going on here? You want rights for black Americans? Rights for queer people? <laughs> Just slow down, all of you wild people. We gotta, gotta pull you back in here. Uh, no, it's it's a lot more like the right is just barreling towards fascism. <laughs> and the Democrats, well, see, the Democrats, they fucking suck. They don't even have to really offer as much as they used to in the back in the day. They can make campaign promises and not follow through with them because you know what sells well? We're not fascists. That's like, that's I mean, that's a pretty good ticket right there. It's like, so what do you what do you offer? Oh, so we're we're not fascists. Oh, the other guys, they're fascists. They're, they're actually moving very quickly towards that. They want to oppress women, want to oppress indigenous people, black people, queer people. They really hate queer people. So that's what they're all about. And so we're less about that. We, we kind of do it and reinforce it through capitalism and, and keeping people poor. And that kind of stratifies society based on a whole bunch of arbitrary shit. But, uh, but we're, not, we're not barreling towards like the whole eliminate this particular group. Like get get rid. We're not doing that thing. That's 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 our our platform. What what do you think? Military industrial complex still gonna get a lot of money. Imperialism of the U.S. still gonna still gonna kind of continue unchecked. We're not gonna be closing a lot of the military bases. Uh, the whole climate change thing. We'll pretend we care, but we won't do really any major things in terms of stopping it. We'll, like we'll do some moves, but we're not gonna stop it. We'll have to just find strategies that we can basically work with in tandem with big business to continue the system, but not fascists. That that's that's we're we're not doing that thing. So. You do get that. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? Worth your vote. Republicans are Democrats driving the speed limit. Watching this show, actually, maybe I can show you like a clip or whatever of like Drew Barrymore on the verge of like crying because uh, here, let me let me play some of this. But what she said to you wasn't what I thought she was going to say to you. What was it? She said to keep some things private for myself. And I couldn't agree more in the way that there were a few moments this year where I was like, was I actually ready to say that? But now, since meeting her and having that moment, I go, okay, what would Laverne do? And I actually have stopped myself from making a few videos to make sure that I was actually... I want to point out a few things. The internet creates a lie. It creates a perception of reality that doesn't exist. But What's reality that? persists. Case in point, this image. Maybe I can uh, full screen this. It's oh my god, Jim, are you serious? I was like, obviously, he's trying to say that, uh, you know, the trans people don't actually exist. Their existence is uh, basically an Internet meme that is picked up. But I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty hardcore, even by Tim's standards. But I mean, he's kind of becoming the torchbearer for anti-LGBTQ plus bigotry. So not surprising. Yeah, Tim, trans people have existed long before you or me existed in other cultures that have absolutely nothing to do with the West weird i mean that wouldn't really be the case right if this was a social contagion or a woke mind virus that has been spreading and people are doing it for the likes the clicks and the subs which you know nothing like uh you know, picking something that might disproportionately have you uh, kicked out of your family disowned by your parents disowned by your friends but either way people that's why they're doing it why is it appearing in history throughout history in cultures that have nothing to do with the west why do two spirit people exist why, why is that a thing Kind of seems like the idea of the gender binary has kind of fully been proven, both scientifically as well as historically. I mean, if you want to sit back and then just, you know, default, because it is easy to default in bigotry. It really is. It's easy to default because we've all been reinforced with a whole bunch of stereotypes our whole life, you know? So when someone cuts you off in a car, do you not think sometimes right away in your head must be an old person? Bet you do. I, do you sometimes think must be a woman? 
bet you do. Bet, bet you think that, right? Right? Oh, someone just fucking cut me off. Oh, I bet it's an old fucking, uh, not old person. Not not old person. Just I I I bet it's a, a cis a straight man uh, of of twenty years of age. That's that's what I believe. Must be as as I drive by it because statistically, those are some of the worst drivers on the road. So that would actually be. The, the stereotype I should go with, but nah, I, I know where you all default. You, you go right to old, and after old, it's woman, you know, and and, and so with, down the ladder we go. So defaulting to the, the stereotypes, defaulting to bigotry, it's it's easier sometimes. It feels safer. It's it's just like, oh yeah, well, this is easy for me to do because, uh, the, look, I, I don't uh, quite understand the proportions that are going on here. Yeah, this, uh, it's a woke mind virus. The way the everything's framed. But I want you to see Dylan Mulvaney juxtaposed with Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore is a woman. She is small. She is frail relative to the large stature, large head and large body of Dylan Mulvaney. I am not saying that as a, as a, as a derogatory statement. I'm saying fact. Then what are you saying, Tim? It's, it's just facts. You're like, oh, in this case, uh, one person is, is bigger than the other person. Uh, because one person is larger, that denotes man to me, and the other person denotes uh, woman because women smaller and and man bigger. This is this is cool. I think I'm gonna have to pull up. It's been so long ago that this was like the center of the universe on the internet, and they may have deleted it. I'm scrolling past the timeline. I'm seeing all of uh, Jordan. Jordan Peterson's cock milking porn videos, but uh, if you, I think it was on Friday that the centerpiece. Oh, here it is. It's still up. Nice. Okay. So look at this. Cannot think of a better image of the fight of women against the crazy trans lobby. Les trans, les trans puede desiguar mucho el deporte femenino. So as you see in this video, these people are horrified. Look what we're seeing. So in this case, this person obviously. Uh, larger, stronger, bigger muscles. So that must mean that this individual happens to be a trans woman. And look what happens. They said if they allowed for trans women to be in women's sports, that they wouldn't have an unfair advantage. Well, look at the unfair advantage. And then, as I'm sure a lot of you already realize, uh, these are two cis women. They're, they're two cis women. A lot of the right lost their mind over this. In fact, not only are these two cis women competing against each other, uh, the other cis woman ended up beating the larger cis women a year later. Because it turns out that athleticism, mixed martial arts, uh, it has more to do than just strong muscle, big muscle mean man. Bigger muscle means bigger man. Yeah, I, I like I, I men big, strong muscle. Like... Just because you see a woman who's stronger than you, that doesn't mean that there's suddenly a man. What the fuck is wrong with you, Tim? This is like, this is such a sign of male insecurity, too. It's like, I'm just objectively, the other person is larger and has muscles, so that's a dude, all right? Just saying, as a dude. Guess what, my dudes? There's a lot of women in the world who could beat the ever-loving fuck out of you. It's just the reality. It doesn't, doesn't make you less of a man, and it doesn't make them less of women, either. They're not less of women just because they're much stronger than you, and they can crack your skulls. They can probably crack your skulls with any part of their body. But that doesn't make you less of a man. You're still a man if a woman can beat the fuck out of you. And she's still a woman if she can beat the fuck out of a man. That doesn't... You don't lose your gender identity. Stop associating your, your very sense of core and masculinity with muscle.
that big muscle means. But what do you think? Like, are twinks less of men because they're just gorgeous, slender dudes? No, no, they're still dudes. They're still they're still gorgeous dudes. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the physique is. They, not every single person has to be Hercules in size, you know, and stature. They, they don't have to all be the mountain. That doesn't does not denote. Uh, if someone happens to be like, well, unless you are basically, unless you have a Terry Crews-like physique, uh, you're not a real man. And until you achieve that physique, well, I gotta say, unfortunately, all of you men who are not as uh, massive as some other men happen to be, you're not true men. And ladies, if you happen to show a single muscle, disgusting, you can no longer be trad wife material, okay? You need to cover that muscle in some thin layer of fat or something else. Do whatever you gotta do, but gotta sort this out, you know? That Dylan Mulvaney is a larger human being, very tall broad shoulders, thick arms. I've actually never seen Dylan Mulvaney next to someone else. So it's actually quite interesting to see Dylan Mulvaney next to Drew Barrymore. So you realize Gabby Garcia, Gabby Garcia apparently is revered within mixed martial arts and fighting circles. Like it was even a lot of the fucking UFC bros who were coming uh, to the defense and being like, uh, you know, guys, come on. What are you talking about? This is this. This is a cis woman. Guys, Dylan Mulvaney is a large a large masculine individual. I don't mean that ideologically or internally. No, you, you just mean that as a fucking insult and you're being a dick right now. Yeah. Because right now you're looking at this picture and you're like, oh, well, this is a masculine individual. Well, thanks for your opinion, Tim. It's nice for you to sound off and uh, let us all know what degree of bigotry you're dealing with today. It's going down. I know Matt Walsh is probably saying, no, Tim, certainly it, this person is not masculine. This is an eerie and unearthly individual who has lost all masculinity in the process of transition. And, uh, uh, you know, no, no, my point is you can't get rid of You got to add Matt Walsh at the end. There. Tim, it just it just really sounds like you're doing a Matt Walsh bit because you mentioned earlier that was Matt Walsh who talks like that. But at this point, you're just doing that. You're, you're just parodying Matt Walsh. Yeah. You can't change it. There are a lot of personalities uh, who, 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 who pass. They call it passing. And you'd, you'd be like, well, that person's trans. You don't realize. Not personalities. Eh? <laughs> well, it's nice to know. It's, it's more than just looks for Tim. He looks for personalities as well. How feminine is your personality really? Everybody. Dylan Mulvaney is not one of these people. And I will stress again. I am not saying. This is so fucked. So, Tim, you're just doing an entire segment where you, A, start by saying, I don't care. And then, B, do the whole, you're not passing enough for my liking. But that's what, that's what this segment is. Oh, I really, I, I couldn't care less. You know, you do what you want to do. Drew does what she wants to do, you know, but Dylan can do what Dylan wants to do. But I'm just going to say, don't pass. Don't pass. Saying this as a, as a slight or as personal invective, I am not trying to insult Dylan Mulvaney, though I think Dylan Mulvaney is actually trying to insult people. Dude, yeah, like that's so fucking gross. It's it's like the, the coward's Nazi, right? Which I guess is kind of an oxymoron because Nazis are cowards. But like just trying to be like, I'm not here to insult anyone. Just basically going to dehumanize them for about 10 minutes for a lot of money. Uh, going to talk about how uh, they're not passing, how they are larger, masculine, like a man. Going to do that. Going to misgender them a whole bunch too. Going to throw that in for good measure. I think Dylan Mulvaney is the worst kind of person in that Dylan Mulvaney intentionally. What did Dylan Mulvaney do to you, Tim? 
honestly, this is 100% a situation where now Dylan Mulvaney has to have some fucking world of assholes appear in all of her socials and stuff because like, oh, I saw you in the Tim Pool show. Yeah, how could you go after our, our beanie lord? Why did you ever say shit about Tim? And it's like, I, I have no idea who you're talking about. I've never interacted with this individual. What do you, what? Finally, insults women intentionally insults trans people and then says you can't make you can't tell me that how did she insult trans people how did she insult women tim because i'm trans as a shield to be a nasty nasty person how but i will say I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar enough with Dylan Mulvaney's cattle. I don't know why she pisses off so many of these motherfuckers so much. It's, it's kind of like, why do you care? It's, it, you seem obsessed. <laughs> they all seem so obsessed. Where it's like, you are insulting women. You're doing lady face. Oh, you won't leave me alone. She won't leave me alone. My tab history. So many tabs. So many Patreon donations. I just can't stop. Dylan Mulvaney is large. And there are many personalities that don't pass. Many of these personalities are very obviously large males. Oh, what up, Kevin? Everyone go to Switch.tv, so it's Kevin Logan. And there's no getting around it. Now, Dylan may do clever filters, as Matt Walsh pointed out. And This uh, is so gross. This is a whole segment on how you're not passing enough for me. And even then, I mean, when it comes to fucking fascists, it doesn't matter. It's not as if like, oh, well, if you achieved a certain level of uh, feminine attractiveness, if you've achieved that through a handful of very expensive surgeries, at which point uh, we will accept you, I believe at that point, because you are considered a uh, hottie in my mind. Well, then at that point, I, I will accept uh, that you are allowed to uh, exist, uh, I suppose, amongst us for now. Angles and point the camera down so that Dylan will look smaller on camera. But then when you sit down you in this chair about? next to Drew Barry... What the fuck are you talking about? This is so weird. <laughs> the cameras... <laughs> you got a camera... Are we doing the tilt conspiracies? <laughs> but the Tim Pool version? Very more. You can see. I gotta say, like... Dylan Mulvaney is actually very large. Like... And, and again... This is I'm, I'm not I'm not insulting someone by being like you got a big head or anything. Like, no, no, no. Dylan Mulvaney's yeah, got you are. That's the entire of the same. You're going in circles like I don't need to hear you talk about how obsessed you are. I'm about I to felt cry. Like all these reviews and it would, could be a Charlie's Angels. It could be an E.T. It could be the wedding singer. Everything in between. If you read reviews, just like on social media, you are pretty much guaranteed a 50-50. Are you so like? I don't watch this. I would never have watched any of this. I, again. <laughs> Fuck, look how this affects me. How it's could you me. do this to me? I, I, I mean, women. It's crazy to me that people say it is. Dylan Mulvaney is a bad person. A mean person. Why? And why? I think why? Ex explain why. Just for existing? Just just for existing that's pissed you off this much? What is mean? I just, please. I could understand if Dylan Mulvaney was like, Tim Pool smells like fucking rotten ass. Then you could be like, okay, well, yeah, you have a reason to state that why Dylan Mulvaney, why she's pissed you off. But like, I, has anything else happened? <laughs> I think evil. I think Dylan Mulvaney's intention is to insult women and trans people. I, I'm not hearing an outpouring of insult coming from cis women and trans people, like overwhelmingly being like Dylan Mulvaney is insulting. But I'm hearing that a lot from right wingers and turfs. Yeah, right wingers and turfs. Oh yeah, they're exclusively coming from those two corners of the internet. Uh, from the rest, uh, no, been radio silence.
<sighs> Again, I, 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 I do not understand why this is something of, of the utmost. We, we need to talk about this. How could they do this to me? Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form. Available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free. Just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Juice, we shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel K., Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arney, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Doug Katie, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropophojack, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Inkosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.